You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello and welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host of the evening, Eugene Stevens. Uh, this is episode number 20, so we're still chugging along. Uh, let's see. We've been doing this for two years now. We've been doing it pretty much monthly. So yeah, it's oh, cool. we're, we're rolling up on the second year, uh, finishing the second year of this thing. So wow. uh, from the voices, I'm sure you can tell uh, my usual posse is here, Ray and Chris. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? um well if you listen to the epically geeky show you know i have been well my whole little family has been dealing with covid uh so that's what's going on here (laughs) uh yeah i got i uh started feeling not so great last friday and got a lab diagnosis on sunday so i got a paid week to stay home and um it's actually been pretty light on myself uh my wife and i got we got uh, vaccinated six seven months ago and then literally uh, a week before went in to go get booster shots and then later that day uh uh one of my little ones was like i don't feel good and we're like well let's just give him a test just to see and he popped positive and then of course his brother popped positive and so yeah everyone in the house has been uh we've been quarantined it's been uh, a lot of fun uh, so luckily I didn't co- go completely down. Like I was afraid I was going to, I mean, I did have a couple of days that I felt pretty cold and flu like, um, and that tends to knock me completely out for a day or two. And then I'm usually okay. Um, never really got that bad. Thank goodness. And as a result, I've actually been able to continue working on projects and stuff. So it's, uh, it's like, you know, get up, go do a little work. All right. Well, time to go sit on the couch for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not let's go hammer through the entire afternoon or whatever and get a bunch of stuff yeah. done it's uh bits and pieces so um so let's go ahead and jump into what we've been working on what do you want like to go first i'll go first all right chris um on your list you had said uh scarf for dad mm-hmm. blanket for friends up north mm-hmm. and etsy classes mm-hmm Okay, so my dad's scarf, I'm knitting it, and knitting takes me exponentially longer than crocheting. Um, I don't know why. It just does. Um, So I'm about halfway done his scarf. I'm hoping to have it done for him for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, the blanket for up north, I got that finished. It got delivered, and they like it and said thank you. Nice. Um, yeah. Which was really cool. Uh, and then the Etsy classes. I haven't looked too far into it. I did look up. So Etsy's got this feature that they've had for a while, and I didn't realize it, called Pattern, which is, you know, your own little Etsy website. So I went to look at it, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, this might be a cool little thing. No, it's not worth it. It's apparently glitchy. It, they haven't updated it in a while. Um, oh, that's sad. If you post things on Pattern – um yes. and you post things on your Etsy, your regular Etsy shop, they double charge you for the listing. Um and and people who use like people who shop on your pattern on the pattern yeah. website still have to have an Etsy account. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's what's not what's the point? Exactly. So what's they're, the point? And done. it's fifteen bucks a month or something like that. Yeah. So to have this customized stores. customized stores but apparently the templates mm-hmm. are really uh, basic and, and there's not a lot of variety and stuff like that so i was like okay well i'm not gonna do that yeah. <laughs> that seems uh like a little Goodness. bit of a waste of time and money um Goodness. so that's what i was researching and i haven't looked too far into the classes although i did start um my series two of common blankets okay I made- I made the Slytherin one, except I was playing uh, yarn chicken (laughs) and I didn't use up all my yarn with like that much of the row left. Wow. So I have to order more yarn. Yeah, I tried and I lost. Gotcha. (laughs) I lost. So, but I like, I like the way it's turned out and I think, and I, I did all the, the colorways and um, took a picture of it. And so I knew what, how I was going to pattern uh, like do the colors out and stuff but anyways um so yeah so i did do that which i was pretty happy about mm-hmm. and i have a good idea for the rest of them and 
Yeah, but no Etsy stuff yet. Like other than looking at pattern. I, I don't think you need to though. I don't. I think you just got to put your stuff up there, and that's it. And and it it will. Yeah. We'll we'll get it out there. Don't worry. Oh, but my <laughs> niece wants me to make her a sweater, which is super cute. She's 19, and um, she was looking at sweaters online and didn't want to buy something from fast fashion. And then her mom reminded her that I can knit and crochet. And she's like, "Do you think she'd knit me something?" I and so she called and asked, and I said yes. And of course, she picked something that has to be knit. So I told her it's going to take me a while <laughs> and that she might have it by Christmas. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <Nice. laughs> it would look super cute. I really hope I don't fudge it up. But Probably um, spring. <laughs> maybe I'm really well I'm hoping that she can at least still wear it yeah for cold weather but yeah we'll see how that goes well all right then <laughs> what about you Ray um yeah what do they have <laughs> let's see here I'm, I'm looking here uh you had uh apple a day challenge mm-hmm. um aunt's painting and finished scarf so we did really good this month yeah sorry what was the middle one uh aunt's painting oh okay okay so uh two out of three uh that being said the middle one um so chris's aunt's painting uh i haven't started it more but i did get more um reference photos that i needed so mm-hmm. um yeah that one's that one I'm, I'm gonna get going on here um the scarf is complete, uh, except I just need to finish up tying in the ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I did crochet it all myself. <laughs> nice. Took a couple tries. Uh, but well, yeah. So on the next episode, I'll show it because I'll I'll tie up the ends and make sure it's all finished. Cool. Um, and then apple the challenge. yeah apple day challenge I did complete. Um, and we uh, I, I did post on my Instagram. Um. So the apple a day challenge was supposed to be you paint an apple a day and that kind of thing. Uh, there were seven uh, apples. And so I took a little bit of liberty and used, um, uh, oh, what's the movie? Uh, Good Wheel Hunting. Hunting. I used that uh, scene. Uh, I grabbed a, pink, a picture of Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon and kind of did a quick painting of him and the guy. So it's Matt Damon with the paper up against the window. Mm-hmm. How do you like them apples? Right? That and mm-hmm. yeah. on the paper instead of the girl's number, it was the seven different <laughs> apples. So nice. <laughs> so that worked out. Yeah. 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 But um we but did we did well. We did better we, than we, other months. Yeah. Well we uh, did nothing yeah. that we thought we'd do. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also started prepping oh yes eugene you'll be proud for halloween look at what he picked up today so i grabbed a projector Ooh, okay and i purchased um uh there's a screen that's in a circle uh i can't remember the fx anyway uh it's a uh, a company that really specializes on projector um uh projectors and projector uh, screens screen well not just screens but like um halloween based mm-hmm. uh, projections themselves so um i've got a couple things that we're going to be projecting onto the, the screen uh as long as the screen shows up on time um but yeah i've got and if it doesn't that's okay i've got a backup um mm-hmm. we've got a screen here that i can use and we can put it up somewhere else and I have a bed sheet we can do a white bed sheet we can use. yeah there's lots of stuff for me to do so there's going to be uh there's going to be some fun had and uh we've got all our pumpkins ready to to start carving uh we should probably start carving them in the next couple of days mm-hmm. uh because i have a lot of pumpkins you to need to start carving to, yeah. them i yeah. think the rest of us are fine to wait yeah, i got, <laughs> got a bunch of little ones, so yeah. um, I'm gonna go back to my old, my old habit of getting two big pumpkins to mm-hmm. basically torture little pumpkins and murder little itty bitty pumpkins. Murder pumpkins. Yeah, it's, it's very graphic. Yes, I know. I, I remember seeing pictures. It's fun. So <laughs> I have a feeling that there's gonna be a butcher knife style in this. Oh one. my. <laughs> um. It's funny. Um, 
I, I keep thinking, you know, next year I won't have as much stuff going on as I do now. Um, and I can actually work on tombstones like I've been wanting to do for several years now. Uh, and I showed Christy. I, it's always funny to me, like what she thinks might be interesting to put in the yard or whatever. Because I think she definitely is skewing more horror than I think yeah. she normally would. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of the things that I saw, it, it, it's on a channel called Modern Rogue. Um, Brian Brushwood uh, is one of the hosts on there. Well, his wife is an artist and she comes on there and she showed they showed how to take um, like you you take a, a, a clear drop cloth like for painting. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it works better if you have, you know, something that's shaped like a head or a skull or whatever. And you can put it on something. But basically you drape it on there and then you take like that clear packing tape and you wrap it kind of around and then just kind of like with arms as well. And then you take the, um, you know, the, the, the smaller tape or whatever and try to get as much detail in the face as you can. And then you cut it all out and just kind of like chop up the ends or whatever a little bit. And then you take like those really small string lights that are like on a battery, you know, operated and, you know, put it through there. And it looks like if you're just driving by, like it's a pretty convincing looking specter floating out. Uh, I showed Christy and she's like, that might be cool. And I'm like, yes, yes, it might be. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, So because of COVID, I actually had some extra time to get some stuff done. Um. For my last, uh, the, there were two things I said I was going to work on. One of them was finish the Ecto conversion. The other one was start an RTV. Um, completely have not started on the RTV. I don't know if I'm even going to try to start on one. The movie comes out, and we're under a month now from the new Ghostbusters movie coming out. I still want to make one. It's just one of those things that's like, I think I kind of need a break. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is also... Halloween's coming up and it's just, uh, you know, I'm kind of running out of time to get, you know, some of this other stuff done. So it may have to get moved back. The other thing, even though I technically cannot claim I finished, I'm almost done. Um, in fact, I was going to, um, I was going to send some pictures here. Actually, let me do that real quick. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I know I had one. I'll just I'll just send it on the back here. It's fine. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm almost done with this project mm-hmm. and sending some pictures there to y'all. Yeah. So y'all can see. Creatively geeky, is that what you're saying? Yes. And um so anyway, I'm I'm almost done with this project. In fact, I one of my stretch goals was to have what's called a super slammer. And I got that coded and got it taken care of, and it's actually installed and ready to go on on, on the thing. And uh then another one was it's called like a dome antenna or whatever i've got that prepped and that should be ready for tomorrow and so literally what i have to do is unfortunately the two the two bar lights that i have for the car one of them the the plug kind of came apart so i've got to re-solder a a new plug on that that won't take very long I've, i've actually have most of my soldering stuff still setting up here in front of me so i can do that so i need to do that i need to grind down some um, the tops on some bolts, uh, which won't take me but a couple minutes. Then I can re-put them on this thing. I need to reattach this to the rest of the the bars and stuff that are currently hanging up in my garage. And then I take the basket that I've been working on, or not the basket, but the the yeah. I get the inside part of the basket, and yeah. then put it on there and install it. And ta-da! <laughs> it, it'll pretty much be ready. Um. One of the things that I was I was going to do that I was working really hard on was I wanted to make um, and I had conversations with Chris and Ray about this. Um, I'm th- there were certain specifications for making this thing, and that was one of them was that um, I could make it convertible, so I could pull it into my garage. I have a harness that basically wraps around it, pulls it up off the car, and then I can just take all of the the magnetic decals off, and it just runs like a normal car. Um, but then I can, you know, dress it up whenever I want to. Uh, that was one of the, 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 the big things about it. And in order to do that, um, I kind of had to make sure that everything like would attach with magnets or, or whatever and would easily come off. So that was one of the big things I was working on, on this. And then trying to, I, I also had to make sure that I would clear the top of my garage coming out. Uh, so that was a definite thing. And I mean, I'm down to 
half inch inch <laughs> half inch clearance roughly for the door so i'm I'm definitely uh, using all the all the space I've got. I, I so. still think you should have put uh, a uh, hydraulics on it, high, air air suspension, and that way you could have like lifted it up. Li- and yeah, and then like when you get to the garage, just drop it right down. Yeah, that <laughs> might have been a little expensive, but hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, well, one of the things that I wanted to do with it was when we were trying to decide what all was going to go up on the top of it. Um, in the video game, there's something called a super slammer, and um, there are a couple of uh, levels in the game where you're walking beside the ecto, and instead of uh, constantly having to throw out ghost traps, um, you you know lasso the ghost and you pull it towards the car, and there's this big circular thing on the top of the car that uh, when you get close enough, you slam it down into it, and it acts like a really big trap. Uh, and I wanted to do one of those. I have. I've only seen one or two other people in some of the communities that I'm part of on Facebook have done one, mm. but I haven't seen any lights or anything on it. And I definitely not have not seen them it being any way interactive. And I wanted to be the first to do that. So Give me, I, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, keep, going, keep going. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, uh, I, I took an Arduino. I did some original programming. I figured out some stuff. So this thing has green lights that go all the way around it. And then at first I was, the idea was I was going to try to use uh, infrared and um, put like a little, a little IR sensor on it. And the more I thought about it, I was like, the problem is, though, is I have to have multiple IR sensors. I've got to make you have to make sure you hit them just right in order to activate everything. I just didn't think it was going to work out very well. So I did some more research and I found that I could use radio frequency. And uh, I was able to buy there about seven dollars, so they're not super yeah. cheap. But it's yeah. it's what I'm holding is basically like um kind of like what you'd use it for a remote, like you know, for a garage door or whatever. And it runs off of that frequency. So I was able to get that coded and everything, and I was like, okay, this is great. So uh, the idea was I was going to have several of them so that I'm in if I'm if when I'm in a parade, if I've got other busters walking by, everybody can you know activate the trap and you know it'll be a lot of fun. Um, but I wanted to incorporate it into my in, into my uh, equipment, and when I took this keychain apart, unfortunately, it's all one big circuit board. I, thought, oh. I was hoping it was going to be like a small circuit yeah. board, just kind of. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, how am I going to figure this out? So this is what I'm a little I'm I'm excited about. Um, so like I said, I took it apart, and if you're not watching the video version, this might be one of those few times to watch the video version. So anyway, like I said, it's pull this off here. Sorry. It is. Go ahead. Two seconds. Yeah. Uh, so it's essentially the circuit board. It's got a. It's actually two very thin, um, uh, like watch type batteries or whatever, which I think is interesting because I think if they're stacked, that makes them in series, which means instead of being 1.5 volts, they probably are at three volts, which is fine. I mean, I I should hopefully be able to find new ones um, when the time comes that I have to replace it. Um, so what I did was, uh, like I said, because this was all one circuit and I was trying to figure out how I was going to incorporate it into my proton pack. I have this chip that I pulled out that had kind of this rubber thing on it. So I designed this and 3d printed it. And so this will fit into here. It will. The other thing was, this was like, I've got to be able to easily, uh, get this thing off. That was one of the other design things was like, I'm able to get this thing off to be able to change the batteries. So I wanted to put it now. This is not the wand directly from my proton pack, but on a ghostbusters wand near the tip, there are these, we refer to them as the ears, uh, not necessarily buttons up here. Like mine has a button right here. And then this is just kind of a cap or whatever. And originally I was going to make it so that it interacted with this button. Unfortunately, it wouldn't do that. Like I said, because it was on one board. I probably could have messed around with it and figured out where to solder it on there. But then, once again, I ran into issues with, well, how do I get the thing off with the batteries and everything? So what I designed was, this isn't going to fit exactly because it is a little different shape than mine. But, essentially, I bore out two places on mine, and I put two very small magnets here and there. And bore out a space here and a space here. And so on my official one, the one that is actually attached to all my stuff, I will be able to do essentially this. So, yes, it will be a little bit bigger than it's supposed to be. Yep. Mm. 
But while I'm firing, I can take my finger and hit the button, and it will activate the trap, or, you know, it'll activate the super slammer. So when I'm walking around doing parades and stuff, Mm -hmm. I can catch a ghost, pull it close to the slammer, hit the button, completely, you know, mixed in with all the rest of my stuff, and it'll do things. And that includes bright white light and smoke. So, um... I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited to to get to do this. Yeah. The downside is, like I said, because I've had COVID, I've been um, stuck at home, so I have had more time to finish this stuff. On the other hand, I will still be under quarantine. <coughs> pardon me, this coming weekend, and uh, the uh, convention that is named after our site, EGX. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had a discussion a couple well, a month or so ago and decided that instead of trying to do large events at least for right now, um, maybe we should try to do small events. So we thought, well, what if we break it into smaller smaller events and do them multiple times during the year? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Pardon me. So the first one we decided to do was a Halloween event, and that was supposed to be this weekend. And I was like, great, I'll have this done. This will be a low key way to, uh unveil the ecto as it were because uh, they were going to do a trunk or treat and i was like this is gonna be awesome i'll be able to set this thing up no one's gonna be even remotely as cool as my car but because i'm not even though i'll have it finished because it'll be quarantine i won't be able to do that so i guess i guess it's coming out party will have to be um halloween uh so i'm not still pretty good no yeah. no it's still gonna be awesome <laughs> so uh i don't know if, i'm still not sure what we're going to do with the boys if we're going to stay in our neighborhood if we're going to go to, like to my brother's neighborhood and kind of walk around or whatever uh just kind of depends um the interesting thing about that is uh uh now that all four of us have had covid it's like yes we'll still wear masks but I'm pretty bulletproof at this point, so at least for COVID. <laughs> Cold and flu can still get me, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I'm extremely excited about this. I still have to. Um, I still have to like sand it and kind of paint it and kind of dinge it up a little bit or whatever. But yeah, when I first snapped it on there and it snapped on with the magnets and it just it worked, I was just like, oh, I was getting so giddy. I was so happy. <laughs> so that's um, a lot of work, man. That's mm-hmm. that was awesome. This was a lot of work to get to this point. Um, but like I said, as far as I know, I'm the only one in, that, that has done this. And there is a part of me that wants to do a like a quick video of it whenever I share it on Facebook and stuff. Um, just because I'm really proud of it. I've been doing a lot of work on this. And, yeah, you should. Man. So, so as your friend, mm-hmm. um, I have something to say to you as I'm listening to you talking. Um, as you know, I am not scientifically minded. All of that stuff was like, aw, look at him talk about his stuff. I have no idea what he's saying. Uh, <laughs> you're like good science fiction to me. I, you, you know what you're talking about. You, I just, mar- it's so cool that you know how to do these things. Because I'm looking at you like, how the fuck did he figure that out? Like, A lot of research. But I, I appreciate that because you, you know, you understand it, right? And you, you have a obviously more than a rudimentary understanding of it to make sure how it works and improvise with it and, and all that stuff. And as somebody who doesn't get it, but appreciates the effort and understands what you do, I, I like understands what you're trying to pull off. I just think it's super cool. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So, yes. It's, it's a lot of research. This yeah. is one of those things that I was kind of off in the woods on myself, like learning how mm-hmm. to do or whatever. But then I have to go back and ask some very rudimentary questions. Like, for example, one of the things that I still have to finish on the top of the roof rack is the dome antenna. Mm -hmm. It is a – well, I can show you right here. It is a clear dome. Oh, neat. And right here, it it jets out. It goes up, and it has like an arrow that points like this. That's super easy. Designed that, 3D printed it. It's being painted outside. But I was like, where did y'all get these? Like, where – what what weird website did you go to to find a clear a, acrylic dome mm-hmm. that you were able to cut in half? And the answers were just so immediate and so just like, duh. Everyone was like, oh, you go on Amazon because, you know, you find everything on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You go on Amazon and you look for um, dog fence dome. So essentially no. <laughs> you're supposed to cut a hole in the fence. And you put this dome in there so your dog can look out and see what's going on. And I just like, like the light bulb just went. I was just like, that is brilliant. And I would have never come up with that. 
No, that's such an that's an ingenious use of that. But <laughs> but yeah. that you know you, you it's just it's really cool that you understand all of that stuff. And even if you don't, uh, you know where to go or at least who to ask. And when they give you the answer, you understand what they're. Yeah. So. I just think it's really cool. You're good science fiction, Eugene. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So <laughs> I already know once I start showing off. It, I'm going to have other people be like, would you mind sharing this stuff? And I'll be like, yes. As soon as I have time to sit down and document it myself and mm -hmm. clean up the documentation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then yes, absolutely. I will share it. Cause I would be so awesome to walk around and see another one, someone else. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm still excited whenever people contact me or like, I made this, you know, when, you know, I bought it from your Etsy store or bought the plans or whatever. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, mm -hmm. but, um, so that's what we've been working on. Um, so coming up with the topic, uh, I had found this. It's funny because it's it's from a uh, YouTube channel that actually I've uh, talking about Halloween stuff. I had brought up, I guess a month or so ago, a couple months ago, Van Oaks props about making tombstones and stuff, and you started watching him, and he's fantastic at what he does. Yep. Um, well, I, I don't really check Twitter that often, but I just happened to check Twitter, and he had posted this just like a little blurb. And as soon as I saw it, I had to copy it and, and send it to the group. Um, and so I was like, well, why don't we just kind of discuss that tonight? Um, and that is um, the guy from Vanex props had posted this. It said reminders for anxious slash depressed creatives. I think that's most creatives to be honest with you, <laughs> at least at some point. Um, and so there were just some things that he listed on here. And I just thought we maybe we could talk about some. So like the first thing he has on there is um, you are more than what you make. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is something I, I don't know about y'all. I have to remind myself that. Like it's like, okay, I'm I'm I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm all right. And then I'll see someone just do something just blow out, just fantastic, blow everything out of the water. I'm just like, yeah. well, you're not as good as I think I am. Like <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe I'm not so hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, absolutely. When you see somebody who's because everybody starts somewhere. Everybody sucks at something at the start, but you don't normally when somebody gets to that point, you're not seeing all they're like ducks on water. You haven't seen all the shit that they've had to go through or anything. All you're seeing is the end product. So it must be something in our human brains that just equates that like, oh, they just pulled that out of their ass. And look, it's beautiful. Isn't that nice? You Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> I suck and I'm a dirty garbage human being. Great. So, <laughs> I think again, I'm terrible. I can't even remotely get anything like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's imposter syndrome too yeah definitely there's definitely some imposter syndrome uh uh slipping in there so um your productivity does not determine your value this pisses me off in life because <laughs> our society has glorified busy if you yep. are not busy you are not productive if you are not productive you're lazy and if you're lazy you're a terrible human being and it drives me crazy because for somebody like me, the way my mind works, the more busy I am, the more frantic I become. It's not good. So mm -hmm. I have to have a lot of downtime and I have to have those days where I'm literally not doing anything so that I can calm the fuck down. And that's what I is this culture of hustle. Like mm -hmm. you constantly have to be hustling and anything, your hobbies have to turn into money makers. I, that's yes. the other thing too right like if you have a hobby you gotta make money with it it's like why can't my hobby just be my hobby yeah why can't i just paint why can't i just do what i want yeah like i'm making blankets to sell because otherwise this house is going to be completely stuffed with blankets so i have to get rid of them some way but yeah that you have to be productive all of the time or else you're not worth it right you're a waste of space essentially and it drives mm -hmm. me nuts yeah I hate it I, and because people burn out, but then they think they're terrible because they've just pushed themselves so hard yep. and then their body just shuts down and then they think, well, now What's I suck. What's yeah. wrong with me? And now I yeah. suck because I can't, I don't have the energy to do what I did before or the creativity is not coming to me like it did before or I have no desire and no love for this anymore yeah. because I pushed so hard and now I'm, yeah, it's gone. Yeah. And see, I I shut down my Etsy store, essentially. I mean, I've only got, like, a few things up there, and they're, like, super lightweight, takes mm -hmm. me, you know, maybe an hour to, to, to make or whatever. I shut down my Etsy store for the most part because I knew I was pressured to try to get all this other stuff done. Yeah. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm still like, well, 
guess I could have actually been working on this as well. I was like, no, no, you couldn't have because you would have the time you've been doing this, that or the other, you would have been changing out filament or you would have been packing up stuff. And uh, so I have to I have to keep in mind that. You know, sometimes you just have to focus on the one thing and you can't you can't multitask everything all at once. That's a big one for me. Yes, because what happens sometimes, at least with me, if I'm multitasking or if my attention is divided too much, I'm going to start making mistakes and then it becomes a domino effect. Right. Like because I'm not Mm -hmm. paying attention to something because I'm, you know, got my eyes on three different things. Then that's when I start. It's not big mistakes, but little things, you know, like, and then it takes you twice as long. If you had just zeroed in on that one thing. It would have been. Wouldn't have wasted all that time. Yep. Um, it's okay to do nothing sometimes. I I'm, have a hard time with that one. I'm great at it. No, that man can, you can waste a day. <laughs> he's, he's oh, good. you want to waste a day? No problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the big thing when we first moved in together was you just wanted to relax. Oh, I just, I like days where there's nothing going on yeah. and you're not doing anything because you need those days as a human being. Like it's yeah yeah you're really good and you, and you don't feel bad about it you have no apology. he doesn't he doesn't feel one no. iota of guilt <laughs> because there are other days that i've busted my ass and i know that i busted my ass and so it's like you know what i i'm gonna take the good with the bad and so if i had to bust my ass that day my next day yeah i'm not gonna try as hard because like, i don't have to because yeah Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, I, I wish I wish people would give themselves a break more often. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I've told myself, like, I'm going to hopefully finish tomorrow. Friday, we need we, you know, told Christy we'll do a really good clean on the house because I think most of us will be pretty much over this crap for the most part. Um, and then I was like, well, there's some other little things I want to do. I'm, like I said, I'm not going to try it for an RTV, at least not yet. Um, but I'm like, there are some little things I might want to kind of work on, but I'm like. I probably need to take at least a day and just do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, watch TV. Because I already know it's going to come up, you know, at some point or another. So what all did you get caught up on? What all did you get done? And it's going to be yeah. like, <laughs> I watched an episode of this. I watched an episode of that. That's about it. So I had yeah. freaking COVID. I survived. Yeah, yeah no joke, right? That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. What was the next one? My phone wants to keep, you know, locking up over here. Okay, let's see here. Um. Not everything you do has to result in a product. That one's hard. That one is hard as well. And so, especially if I'm learning something, mm. I want it to end up as something. Like, and yes. But I think that's also just the way that I, I learn. It's like, okay, well, this is fine. Okay, cool. I learned how to string these two couple, you know, LEDs together and I got them to blink in a weird pattern or whatever. Okay, cool. How do I apply that mm-hmm. to something that is useful? And yeah. even if it's just for me, unless I can really apply it, then I start, I start wondering, I'm like, all right, well, cool. They're going to blink in this. But if they did this, then I'd really want to, you know, go after it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I find that I, I run into that one quite a bit too, of yeah. wanting everything to be, a product or end up as something in mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. I don't like feeling like I've wasted materials, right? Like yeah. I've, yeah, that I've wasted it. And now all that, you know, I've wasted money too on top of it and my time and stuff. That's how I, yeah, I get frustrated. Cause I'm like, if it didn't come out perfect. Well, and so, see, that's the thing too. Um, Cause I, I, I feel that as well. But the thing that I try and remind myself is you got to, start somewhere and you got to practice with stuff, right? So maybe don't buy the best quality of whatever it is that you're going to buy to practice. But at the same time, it goes back to what you and I said, which uh, like a previous episode, which is you got to buy the products that you need to do the job right. So yeah, you might be using a little bit more expensive product than you would normally, but at least practice a couple of times to get it down. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe don't scale up until you've got it down. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you know, you got to start somewhere, right? Like it's, I've got some foam in the garage that I'm about to try and make two tombstones out of. So, um, you know, it's part of the fun. It's part of trying to figure stuff out. And it's, yeah, I don't know. You got to start somewhere and you got to do stuff. And 
sometimes those mistakes turn out to be, oh, you know what, I could use that for this. Or, mm-hmm. oh, if I do, you you come back to it later. It's like, if I do this with it, then I can actually change it up and, and do something else. So, yeah. Just a little bundle of positivity over here. Trying. Okay. Trying. <laughs> um, not everything you make has to be important, significant, or even good. No. See, that last part where you said good. That one's tough. That one. That just, one's tough. That one. Especially when I'm doing paintings. Or yes. Like, oh, oh, him. He doesn't get I will, flustered I very will often. I fight paintings. Yeah. Like, they're fighting me, and it's yes. like... Mm-hmm. You get frazzled. Oh, yeah. So I got to stop, put it down, get away from it, and then come back to it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a crumple up and throw it in the garbage. Yep. I've done that with cooking where I'm like, I'm going to do this recipe. And then I get halfway through and I'm like, "Ah, we're getting takeout. This is ridiculous. (laughs) I get mad because the recipe's screwed up. We've Uh, we've actually had dinner set, ready to go. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'll eat it. And I take a bite and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh babe, something I'm, went I'm wrong. I'm gonna eat it. It's not what I think. And Chris is like, you don't have to eat it. I'm like, good, let's call it. <laughs> that's a, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it has to be good. Is that's the that's the hard one for me because I'm getting better. Like I think why I like crochet so much is because it's so easy to just undo it. Like if I've screwed up at some point, it's just like fine, fuck it. I'm just gonna take the whole thing out. <laughs> but I still see ah fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get frustrated, but I'm not as hard on myself when things like I've screwed up on something, but because I feel good that I know that I've messed up, like I can catch myself. I'm like, yeah. oh, see, I screwed up there. And then I know enough to know how to fix it. So it's sort of like a bit of a confidence boost, too, when I get to that part and I'm like, oh, you yeah, know, that's what I did. For some reason, it makes me feel better because I figured it out. Mm. Or you go to YouTube. And get the experts to help you figure it out. <laughs> experts, the people who, bless the people who do tutorials. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tutorial people, we love you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah. yeah. it's That's a hard one because it, that's also, I feel, part of the whole productive hustle culture is you have to have something to show for all that time you spent on it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And see, I had really struggled with that when back when I was doing the Epic the Geeky Makers. Like, it was like. Okay, well, if I'm gonna make this thing, I've got to film it and just yeah. taking pictures as you're as you're making stuff. Yeah. Some people I know have got it. It also depends on your setup. Like if you're set up so that you can't do video or you can take pictures very easily, I could see that being something I might would do. But the fact that I'm not set up to do that is just like okay, well, I've got to make a thing. Not only do I have to set up the tools and equipment that I'm using to make the thing, I also have to set up the stuff I'm going to use to record it. Mm-hmm. And it would just, yeah, it snowballed very quickly. And it was just like, no, I can't, I can't keep doing this. So yeah. Um, you can make things just for yourself. That one took me a little while, but I've gotten past that one. I, yeah. I'm firmly in the camp of, okay, well, I'm going to make this, but in case anyone else might want it, or if I want to sell it, I need to make sure I keep this in mind to make sure it's easy to do. And part of me is like this like the whole thing that I was showing you here mm-hmm. is anyone else going to have the exact same measurements, proton pack, whatever? No. So mm-hmm. just make it for yourself and don't worry about it. And I did. And I didn't, like I said, I gave it all about two thoughts. I was like, well, is anyone else going to use? Nope. All right. Yeah. Let's make it. So oh, yeah. I've, I found that with my paintings uh, mm. as well, or, or like, yeah. So, so the skateboards that I painted or whatever it was, it was like, you know what? I want to do this. And if anybody likes it, that's great. They can buy it if they want it or whatever. But this is what I want to make. And um, I think that's I think that's really important Mm -hmm. uh, is is definitely do what you want to do, um, because that's what's going to bring you the joy when you actually get that part figured out. Yeah. Oh, I like I like making stuff for I mean, I crocheted myself a sweater. Mm -hmm. I I've made like three blankets for the house. I just like, if I find a new pattern, I get all excited. I'm like, ooh. And then I get all the yarn and I get excited when it comes and I make, and it's just for me, for learn, like I, cause I'm learning something and I can see the product. And I, I do like making stuff for, for myself, for us. Yeah. yeah. But I do know that, yeah, there's people who struggle with 
it has to be, especially people who are like influencers, I'll use that term loosely, on like maker influencers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. right? Where they're sort of, they're there, what they make is sort of why they have as many people following them as they do and why they might get sponsors and stuff like that. So there's the real pressure to constantly produce products that maybe you don't like, but you feel compelled to because of your platform. So you may not have time to even do what you like to do because you're constantly like, I have to do this because of this. And yeah, where you might not even have enough time. And see, there's uh, one of the uh, podcasts I listen to called Making It. It's three guys. uh, I know I've talked to them before on the show. Um, They're all makers. They're all YouTubers as well. Anyway, um, they've gone back and forth about like, okay, I'm going to do this for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just for me. I might film it. I might put it out there or in some cases it's just like, no, this is, I'm, I'm literally just going to do this. I may show it off or whatever, but, um, and then like, cause some of them have started off. They're like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this. This is going to be for me. And then thought, all right, well, I'll film it, but I'm definitely not going to put like a thousand, 10% like I do, you know, for a, a how to video that I would normally yep. put out yep. or whatever. It's just like, you're coming along for the ride. Like you, this is not going to be a step-by-step on how I did this. This is just going to be, I got a camera over my shoulder. If you get to see it, cool. If you don't, oh yeah. well. So I bet you those videos do really well though too. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, let's see here. You can keep secret. Okay, this kind of goes along with that. You can keep secrets for yourself, whether uh, whether it's not posting some of your projects or not sharing your techniques. Mm-hmm. I think the last one, not sharing your techniques is a big one because Mm -hmm. I feel like if you've put it out there, that content out there, people feel entitled to know how you did it Uh and where you got those things from. And I I remember I was following the soap maker and she had all of these wicked custom molds and stuff like that. And they were very specific sizes. And she had to repeat herself a few times saying like, I'm not going to share what these are like the dimensions or anything these are special for me and my the way i make my soap and everything like that here's the company that i work with but i'm not telling you about my mold specifically mm-hmm. um because she doesn't have to yeah. right it, it reminds me of two things so uh there was a especially in the art community any mm-hmm. any newer artists if they're sharing on instagram the um if they really started getting big people would start critiquing their technique to say Oh, well, you can tell that they haven't been to school because they they haven't blended this, that, the mm-hmm. other. And they would they'd actually get into, like, different brush strokes. Or, mm-hmm. or uh, the other thing that they would say is, well, you're not a true artist because you did it this way. And the true artist doesn't need this and that and the other, uh, which all drives me nuts. And, and if you want a really good um, documentary about artists and, and oh, yeah. uh, Tim's Vermeer, by, please go watch Tim's Vermeer. Um, Penn and Teller produce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about one of their their buddies, and he may have come up with a way uh, that uh, um, Vermeer was a Dutch painter. Yeah, so Vermeer did some beautiful paintings, mm-hmm. but they didn't know how he did it, and so this guy may have figured out how he did it um, by yes. using lenses and uh, and mirror. And, yeah. Uh, did you lose us there for a sec? Because it... no, I'm here. Okay, it beeped. it beeped at us. So anyway, beep, boop, boop. hopefully it worked. <laughs> hopefully you didn't lose that. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Tim's Vermeer. If you get a chance, please watch that. Yeah. The other thing that I was gonna say about um, uh, all of this. Oh no, I lost <gasps> that thought. It went away. There was two things. Oh no, babe. We were talking about, you know, you don't have to. You can keep secrets for yourself. You don't have to post your projects, or you don't. You don't have to share all of your techniques and stuff. Bob yeah, Ross, it was. was it, it was no, no. It was the techniques part. Mm. Um, I'll think about it and I'll. It'll, okay. It'll, well, while you're thinking about, it, so one of the things I was going to bring up was, um, <laughs> one of the podcasts I listened to. Um, is it? Crap, I can't remember which one it was. Anyway, um, they were talking about Stradivarius, um. Uh, violins and mm-hmm. how no one can like they can copy the shape the form and everything else um but they cannot seem to copy the sound and they're trying they, you know they've been trying to figure out well what it is what it is and they think um 
part of it is because of um, this this guy has gone back and of course uh, it's interesting anytime anyone had to fix one he would go to whoever fixed it and was like if there if there anything came off of it like if if you know just grains of of you know the wood you know yeah. heaven forbid a strip anything and I will take any of it and he finally cobbled enough together over years and years and years and burned it to get a chemical analysis and so he doesn't have the exact like blueprint of what each chemical he has an idea of the chemicals he just doesn't know the, the composition you know mm-hmm. you know um but he thinks part of it is because of some of the chemicals that they used to use in uh trees and stuff to deal with insects and somehow or another over time that has led to this you know fantastic sound that it it produces and that's why it's like well yeah because we don't use a lot of those chemicals anymore because number one they're hazardous but also it's like so um i I may be confusing the story with something else but i think he took some wood and like was soaking it in or whatever and is apparently getting pretty close and of course there are going to be some people who are like you'll you'll, it doesn't matter you're you're never going to be able to reproduce it and he's just like yeah, you just give me a little bit more time, yeah. and yeah. and I'll maybe be able to to do this because um apparently his um his protege most people are like there are very few people in the world that can actually tell the difference between the two. Of course, if you ask them, they're like, oh yeah, he was still not as good as, it. and it's just like, well, that's kind of your opinion. Like if you put it through enough analysis and stuff, everything's gonna be like, no, this is the exact same thing. Like <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, going back to, you know, technique and everything, I just, it's one of those things that originally, you know, and this goes back to, you know, not having to make something for everyone is, especially if you get in the mindset of, oh, I'm going to do this for YouTube, or I'm going to do this as a, a, you know, a way to make money or whatever. And then you're like, well, this is going to be content. Like, why would I, why would I make something that I can't turn into content? Why would I do that? And eventually I think, I don't want to say everyone, but most people at some point have to just go. No, I'm. This is just for me. I. So, so I do remember what I was going to say there uh, about not sharing your technique. Uh-huh. Uh, a friend of mine was trained as a chef. Um, she, she was. She's an amazing chef. She creates some amazing things. Um, and I remember asking her for one day. I was like, "Oh, you know, this is this is really good. Do you mind sharing your recipe?" And she said, "I'll be honest with you because I like you." She said, "I can give you a recipe." I don't share my recipes. Uh, it's something she learned as as a chef. She's like, I don't give them out to anybody, mm-hmm. and that includes family. Like it's, she doesn't share yeah. it with anybody at all because that's her recipe. So if you want to have that, you got to go to her for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just what she kind of learned. And and so it reminded me of your granny uh, oh with gosh. her with <laughs> her her buddy tart or her butter tarts. That uh, so yes, uh, it's not a thing down there, but butter tarts. Look oh, them up. Oh my gosh, it's a fantastic. huge thing up here. Uh, <laughs> huge. So it's like this big thing where my granny she doesn't anymore because she's 85 and yeah. elderly and has had a couple of mini strokes. Um, she uh, every every family thing it was granny's butter tarts and it was always a thing with my aunts about how she did the crust. Was it scratch? Was it boxed? Was it what? Like they had all these theories and I am to this day, the only grandchild, the only person you two. I was there. You were there. So I know the secret too. And we won't share it right now because we're recording. (laughs) She took, cause I was headed off to college. So she wanted to make me all these, this food to take with me. And she's like, this is all this is. And I'm like, I know my aunt (laughs) called me that night. And she's like, so here, you know, the recipe. And I'm like, that's right, I do, Aunt Wendy. I do, and, and you don't. And, and one of these days, I actually want to make some, yeah, and take them there and without saying anything and just say, "Oh, here we go." Because the recipe isn't actually <laughs> what, like, what it says in the book isn't actually what she makes, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. she takes all. it as a reference and then goes with it. Yeah. Um, and also, all of this made me think of Eddie Vedder, um, not Eddie Vedder, Eddie Van Halen. So Eddie Van Halen had this like specific guitar sound. And people were trying to figure out how he did it. And there was like all these theories that he would like run chainsaws over his strings and like all this crap to make it custom. And he never told anybody what he did because it was, you know, it was his own sound. It was unique. 
he probably yeah. thought he's like it's not that hard oh i but, bet you um, anything it's like maybe he crossed a wire or something stupid like yeah. something yeah. is the easy yeah. as whatever it was but but he let the I sprayed it with pam first like yeah. come on people yeah you know something yeah something but ridiculous rock, yeah but as a rock star he enjoyed the myth of it all and it yeah. building up to like his you know mythological well, why sound not, from right? Eddie Van like Halen. yeah yeah and yeah. yeah so there you go yeah, all right um there were two more on here mm-hmm. you are allowed to say no <gasps> listen as a people pleaser that's very hard to do yeah it's hard, uh, it, especially it hard. when it's yeah. when it's people who are close to you. Yeah, it's really hard to say no. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've said no to a few people. I regret saying yes to your aunt and uncle, but I understand. You know, mm-hmm. they're not bugging you for they're it. They're not bugging either. me for it. No. no, they're not putting any pressure no. on me at all. They've asked if I will do it, and that's all they've asked. So yeah, uh, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it's. But saying no, I, I, it is so important to be able to say no to people. Uh, I feel like that's a life skill I need to teach. Is. Yeah. Just how to say no, but how to say no like tactfully. And how to how to accept. accept and how to the accept the no. no. Yes. That's, that's the other thing. There's the other part of that too. Yeah. How to accept the no and it not and not take it as like a personal attack. Yeah. Like when when Sarah told me like yeah I can give you but it's not gonna be my recipe. I could have said well like what the hell. It's like no I respect that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's your decision. Mm-hmm. No problem. I respect it. And mm-hmm. and that's that should be the end of the conversation. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. No. <laughs> Sometimes it's just hard because you wanna you know you. You want to make them happy and you, you know, you think a lot about them, like you think highly of them and stuff like that. And you just, they've come to you. So there's like a little, oh, you asked me, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have said yes. (laughs) Crap. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now I'm in it. (laughs) Yeah. I've gotten better at this, but I still, I still suffer. Yeah. I'm really good though at, 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 at taking the note, like. Because I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm about to ask someone for something that I may or may not have anything that I can reciprocate with. And it's like, you know, and especially if it's something like, you know, especially being someone who has made things and, and, and everything else, you know, I totally understand that. Like it's mm-hmm. the, 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 the model, like for the big matrix that I saw or whatever, I'm not giving that to anyone. Like that's, yeah. you know, if you think you can reverse engineer it, go for it, but I'm not... Yeah. When I decide I'm done selling them, I may put it out there yeah. and just be like, well, here, keep making it. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, nice. otherwise, I don't work too hard on that. Yeah. 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 And so. rightfully so. It's yours. You shouldn't have to. Right. But it's, yeah. Some people, some people also aren't good at saying, at taking no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are rude. Some people mm-hmm. also say no in a rude way, too. Like there's a, you know, somebody's just asking an honest question if they can or not. And some people, yeah. But it should be a skill they teach in school, how to say no and how to accept the no in a tactful, respectful manner. Yep. I, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last one that he had on here was um, you're allowed to rest. I think what that goes you? back to that goes back to the, um, you know, do nothing sometimes. Yeah. But sometimes it's not just it's not just that you're deciding, oh, I'm not going to do anything right now. It's like, no, I need to recover like i yeah. need time to sit back and and not do anything for a while mm-hmm. and it's funny because i you know i hear these people that you know get well jen for example uh she's really worried about not getting an episode out because she's like it's, i'm going to lose momentum i'm like no people are they'll come back they will yeah. come back yes you may lose some people but were they the biggest fans probably not no probably not no and so, that's okay and that's yeah. okay yeah, because we haven't, because our back channel chatter has been pretty quiet, but we yeah. understand she's going to school. She's another freaking, she's yeah. five hours ahead of us. Like, she's yeah. in another time zone. She's got her own thing going on. It's, you know, yeah. it's a lot. And I, I, you know, props to her for trying to really, like, for really trying to make a good go of this. But I think we, we knew that it was like, give yourself some time. You're yeah. there for mm-hmm. a year. It'll be, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be here when you get back. Yep. And uh, yeah, allowing yourself to rest. That's like with anything. I find that a lot with being, um, especially when the kids were little and being a stay at home mom, it was like, you have to sort of the energy out there was 
they have to be in every extracurricular activity and they have to be in French immersion and they have yeah. to be like, you have to have basically a Montessori setup in your house and constantly engaging your kids. And they have to be this level of elite, right? Like all of the time. And your kids couldn't be little shits because then it was a bad reflection on you. So you always had to be on all the time and birthday parties, oh my God! like birthday parties had to be epic and yeah. you had to have the stupid gluten-free, dairy-free, Cake because some but kid it had, had to taste great. But it had to taste great because some kid had allergies and no it, juice because why would you juice? Because juice is just sugar water. And oh, you don't have any pop? Why don't you have pop? Like, yeah, just... <laughs> like you couldn't win. And I felt a lot of that where I couldn't like I couldn't just sit and just chill out and just take up take an hour to watch a television show that is not something with a singing animal in it and take time for myself because there was just like mom guilt, like the mommy sphere out there is just brutal. And I'm sure Christie's, you know, with all the stories from school and parents could tell you, you know, mm-hmm. all the parents out there. But it's it's a lot like you're not allowed to take time off because you're supposed to be on all the time and your kids are supposed to be number one all of the time. And sometimes they're exhausting little buggers and you just need five minutes. You love them and you would die for them. But right now. No. Yeah. Just go away for five seconds for me to collect myself. But yeah, resting is in anything. It's just learning how to take a day. Athletes learning how to take a day off. Watch some CrossFitters. One girl was doing CrossFit. She was working out with a broken neck. She's wearing a neck brace. And (laughs) she's doing wads. It's like, lady, your neck is broken. Probably for really like what you're doing, probably broken neck. Just chill the fuck out. Like athletes going right back after surgery um like not being able to stop because they have that like super competitive streak where they have to like be on all the time it's just yeah. like, dude, your knees are going to be wrecked by the time you're 40 so good luck with a double knee replacement yeah no joke that stuff because you've just wrecked your body which you'll need by 45 and yeah. then you need those replaced before you're 58 or before you're before you're 60 yeah yeah so, it's just crazy. learn to chill. And I've had to learn that from, from Ray. I've had to really learn to just. I'm good at he's it. He's very, very good at it. Uh, sometimes a little too good at it. Sometimes it's once you're in there, it's hard to get you out of it. Like this winter's going to be. Oh, you're, you're in for a winter. Yeah. Like hibernating Ray is going to come out and well, we're not getting shit done. I am, he's here. I, just, I, I know. Oh. We had a big. Oh, he's here. He's here. (laughs) And because we haven't done anything around the house, because either, you know, lumber prices are too high and it's been really hot and we don't do well in hot weather, um, we haven't done anything. And the house doesn't need anything either, right? I was going to say, that's the nice thing about the house you're in now is that there's nothing absolutely demanding. Like, you don't have, like, oh, hey, by the way, we have to get this done before it freezes because this wall is going to fall off. This wall is going to fall off and there's no insulation in it. And we're going to spend another 1500 bucks this month on heating with electric heaters. But there are things that we've started (laughs) like that we stopped doing for whatever reason that need to get finished up and trying to get somebody motivated who's in full blown. Shut it down. It's really hard. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. It's hard. And so for him, it's the opposite. It's like getting out of rest mode to do stuff. <laughs> it's hard. But then when I'm in it, then, then I'm then you're in, yeah, and but it's yeah. just go full bore. And then, yeah. Yeah, because you just want to get it done so you can rest again. Pretty much. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, well, that was it for the list. Um, yeah, like I said, I just want to kind of go through it because I, I know those are all things that we've talked about before. And just seeing someone else, by the way, someone that does this, I don't want to say like he does. Well, I mean, he doesn't do it professionally. He has a normal job, but no, he but... obviously does this and is, you know, as his part time gig or whatever. And seeing, you know, I, I love seeing when other creatives that you know you look up to or you're just like wow they really know their stuff they really know what they're doing and they're just like yeah i'm a mere mortal like you are like yeah. i deal with the same crap you are so yeah, yeah. it's a duck it's, water yeah. yeah yeah so well let's move on to what our future projects are going to be uh anyone want to go first i can sure all right ray what is it you're hoping to work on for next month so by next month, the only artistic thing that I'm going to guarantee is that we're going to have pumpkins that are carved. <laughs> yeah. Cool. 
Um, there is going to be uh, new trim on the door, uh, on our exterior door. There's a trim on the inside that needs to be done mm-hmm. for our front door. Mm-hmm. That will get done as well. And then I can't commit to too much more because I have committed myself to going uh, and getting a couple of courses uh, to attempt to try and get a new job. So, nice. uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, starting back in grade 12. <laughs> I grabbed a, a grade 12 university prep math course today, uh, uh-huh. signed up for it. So I'm going to push myself and try and get through that. And then if that's successful, then I'll go through the university English prep course and then we'll go from there. All right. Yeah. Good deal. Uh, Chris, you want to go next? Sure. Um, so, um, what do I want to get done? What do I want to get done? Order the yarn to finish the blanket. Oh yes. I have to order that. Uh, start another one. Um, and, I sort of have to write the pattern up. So I actually need to do that so that when I go back to do it again, I'll remember, you know, I'll have a reference. Um, I should probably do that with the other pattern too. Um, probably, probably. <laughs> I actually want to start. I, oh, I'm getting our entryway done. I have been dragging my heels on this for months and months and months and months and months. Our entryway, the paint needs to be stripped off the trim. Um, because my, <laughs> I love my cousin. She's so cute, but, and I would have done the same thing too, if this was my first house, she painted the, the original trim white. Mm-hmm. It was all so, this really dark wood trim, trim and she painted and it she all, painted which it all is, white. I would have done the same thing too, but now that I don't want it, I got to strip it all off. It was so beautiful. It was really pretty and <laughs> it'll get back there. So, but that, I want to yeah. get that done and paint the walls and hang the wallpaper, but I need, I need his help to do. But we're not going to get that all done by next month. So yes, we are. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm gonna will it into fruition. Will it? Okay. Update. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think that was. Oh, I need more baskets in the house, but that's not really a creative thing. The the clutter in the kitchen is driving me crazy. I need the visual clutter. We took all the doors off the kitchen cupboards, mm-hmm. um, and now the visual clutter is really bugging me. I don't like visual clutter. And we got rid of those doors, so. They were plywood. <laughs> they it was so plywood. disappointing. I thought they were original and they were freaking plywood. Anyway, I'm I take sorry. this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, All right, Gene, what are you going to get to? Yes, what are you doing? Um, Honestly, like I said, um, I'm just, I've, I've got to, like, literally, I'm hoping to finish the Ecto tomorrow with mm-hmm. everything coming out. With the new movie and everything, I'm going to be busy doing a lot of that stuff. So once I get everything done, like I was telling Christy, I said, I may have to call Joseph unless she wants to do it. But I need to, like, drive a little while and have someone behind me, make sure nothing falls off. Uh, uh, that was one of the other things I meant, I forgot to mention. That was one of the other things was I wanted to make this thing so that I could put everything on and drive. Now, if it's super windy, of course, I'll need to slow down. Um but if I need to drive down to Austin, which is on the highway, I want to be able to do that without having to worry about anything falling off. That's why everything has been um, heavily glued. It has been uh, bolted. It has been screwed down. It is, yes, it's like I'm trying to do everything I possibly can to make sure this thing is 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 going to be um, uh, steady and ready to do, you know, actual road trips or whatever. So, cause it's one thing to throw on a 3d printed proton pack and not have to worry about bumping into stuff. It's another thing to be like, all right, well, I'm going to make something that has to stand up to 70, 75 miles per hour on the road. So, yeah. uh, yeah, without flying off and being stupid. So, um, so I'm, I'm finishing that. And then just honestly, there's some little things that I've been wanting to do. um, Actually, my I'm looking at my uh, my jumpsuit. I need to get my name tag restitched on it because it's kind of coming off. Uh, but something I've been wanting to do for a while is um, I want to get my um, um, airbrush and I want to weather my jumpsuit because honestly, the rest of my equipment looks like it's been pretty heavily beat up. Mm-hmm. But my I mean, it kind of makes sense. You'd want to replace the jumpsuit from time to time. But I'm like, I 
think I need to weather this thing some. Uh, and honestly, what's funny is, is I actually want to take some of the weathering off of my proton pack. I think it looks a little too beat up, and I'm just like, oh, I might need to take some um, some alcohol and maybe try to take off some of that last layer of paint or whatever. So, yeah. um, but yeah, just just kind of some small stuff. And then, like I said, I've there are some things I'd like to work on, but part of me is just like, no, you need a break one. Number two, there's other stuff that needs to go on. So it's just kind of like, just relax. Just try to try to relax a little bit. So, yeah. and, and just enjoy the next month coming up. Cause like I said, we've been, this is essentially Ghostbusters three, you know, the fans have been waiting for it for 30 some odd years. So just enjoy it and have fun. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. You can check us out at epicallygeeky.com, where you can find the rest of our shows to include the uh, Epically Geeky Show, the Marginally Geeky Show, Creatively Geeky, and Sustainably Geeky. Um, You can find us on all of the uh, social media at Epically Geeky as well. Where can we find you online, Ray? Uh, The Reluctant Yeti on Instagram. Uh, Chris? Uh, at Rose and Hummingbird on Instagram. And you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. of the Epically Geeky Network. 